2: You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben
3: Garrett. This is a Talk of Champions extra. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit, been on Twitter live from Charles Schwab Field. Yeah, he used to be TD Ameritrade. This still doesn't sound right to me, Clem. But Clem, Mike Clement, Ole Miss baseball hitting coach for the now national championship appearing Ole Miss Rebels. Hey, buddy.
4: It's got a uh, pretty, nice, pretty nice sound to it. Yeah,
3: it? yeah, yeah. What was yesterday like for y'all once the final out is made and y'all start taking it in the moment?
4: Uh, it was good, man. It was, it was really gratifying and it was fun. Um, really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I think you were the one that asked me a couple of weeks ago, like, is was there some relief in like winning the super regional? And like, honestly, there was a little bit, um, just because we've been there so much. This was like just joy, uh, which is sometimes hard to experience at, not just at Ole Miss, but when you're at a high level with high expectations, um, you know, sometimes the winds are more relief than 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 what you would like. Um, this was not that. There was there was no relief. Now, I would be lying to you if I didn't say that it was a, I mean, it was a gut punch the night before. My, my nights get mixed up. I think it was Wednesday night when, you know, they obviously pitched it really well. This ballpark plays huge. The wind's blowing in. Runs are hard to come by. But we set it up with the bases loaded Wednesday night and then didn't, didn't get it done. Um, that was tough. And so to come back and get the effort that we got yesterday, particularly on the mound, um, it was pretty sweet, man, pretty sweet.
3: I had not been to an Ole Miss baseball game in person this year until Wednesday night, Clem. So online, Ole Miss Twitter, Ole Miss message boards, I was developing a reputation as the bad luck guy. That curse yeah. is officially lifted though now, right?
4: uh i guess so i guess so believe me i uh i saw a little bit of that stuff on social media more yes more yesterday than wednesday and man i love you uh but i was on board with it i was not happy that you were here uh it's the, the rest of us have all been here we <laughs> come late we have lost a game in a literal month and we lose a game and so uh yeah I was, I was i was certainly putting it on you
3: holy cow Clem's supposed to be one of the guys in my corner, and he, he was like, "No, get the hell home, go home."
4: Yeah, yeah, no, I was about, to kick it. I was oh, about to was the ticket. Oh, that was great. Put you on a first class flight back to Oxford.
3: Uh, so when you it's sixty years from now, or thirty years from now, forty years from now, when um, you're long retired, you're done, and you're reminiscing about the greatest moments in your uh, career in baseball, and you think about think back to Ole Miss when you think about when or Thursday, because my days are running together too. What, what were the, like the, the most memorable or like cherished moments just from yesterday that you remember? Was it like an embrace with Tim? Was it like this moment? Is there, there anything that just was like, holy cow, this has happened?
4: Uh, man, I don't, uh, you always ask me these kind of questions and we're still like, in you know, it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's had time to like You're right. figure that part of it out. You're right. That, um, you know what I mean? Like when you ask me after this is over and in two weeks when I'm recruiting and you call me and ask me to do a pause, and I <laughs> hop on with you. I think I'll have a better answer for okay. that. Right. But like this morning I am sitting here on the computer, getting away from my wife and kid up in the room and like down in our meeting room, trying to figure out what Oklahoma is all about, you know, like, uh, and I don't want to sound like the, the defensive coordinator football coach that's watching film till my eyes bleed, but like, It's a little bit of that, you know, like, all All right, right, we've played only SEC schools that I'm super familiar with. I know what their pitchers are going to do to our hitters. Like, let's just try to formulate a plan here. Now it's a team that I know nothing about. So I've been on the phone trying to call some of my buddies that have played them and like trying to put, put some stuff together. Um, So I'm going to remember a lot, man. I'm going to remember how loud our fans are back behind behind our dugout. And, like, yesterday, although the crowd's not as big as our first three games, it was almost cooler because, uh, like.
0: It felt more fans, intimate. It felt more intimate than way. Yeah, the,
4: the normal fan that has the has nine-to-five, like, that lives in Omaha or, or the surrounding area, they're not showing up. So you can, like, truly tell how many Ole Miss fans are there and how many Arkansas fans are there. And it was sweet, man. Like, I'm telling you, Arkansas and Ole Miss made the – the, the greater Omaha bar scene and chamber of commerce, like between our two fan bases, they have made Omaha a lot of money.
2: You realize
3: it's going to be an absolute zoo though, this weekend.
4: Cannot wait.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's going to be insane. I
4: have, I grew up in Iowa and so I need a lot of tickets. We, we always came to this thing when we were kids, like my dad would take me and my two brothers and all that. So that like a ton of sentimental stuff there, but so I, I, I have to get 25 tickets for each game. And so last night after we won, I texted our ticket guy and was like, hey, can you, can you get me to 30? just need five more. And he was like, no, I can't. I just told Coach Bianco, like, I don't have any more. You get your 25 and that's all I can get you. So I would assume if they're telling the coaches that, that uh, tickets are going to be pretty hard to come by.
3: I should know this, but is this your first time coaching with a team in Omaha for the College World Series?
4: No, uh, 2011 when I was at AM, the That's first right. year of TD Ameritrade or Charles Schwab, whatever we call it, the first year of the new stadium, we we made it in 11. We went two and Q. Uh, so so one, one other time, one other time.
3: Obviously, is something more special about this trip than the last one? I and mean, this is eight years of sweat equity you've put into this, and you've dealt with the roller coaster yeah. of, yeah, I mean, this has got to be. For a guy who went to this – these these uh these events every single year the college world series with your dad and with your brother now to be here and now you're you're two wins away as your team the one that you poured all of yourself into from winning a title that's got to be like yeah that's special dude
4: yeah well listen like on on a personal side of things like uh yeah we would go to rosenblatt we would get you know the the general admission tickets and yeah, the story is awesome. Pick a team to root for, but it was illegal to choose LSU because they made it every year. Back when I was growing up, so like uh, my dad wouldn't let us buy an LSU hat, but we could pick any of the other seven teams that made it. And uh, you know, you got to you got to choose a team and you got to root for them the whole week. So like that kind of stuff, and then like walking out on that field and coaching third base, it it, do- it certainly um, I have to pinch myself a little bit and, and tell myself to soak soak it in. That part is really cool and really satisfying. And then the other part, the other cheesy part, that's pretty sweet is on Sunday, our off day. I got to hang out with, which was also Father's Day. I got to hang out with my with my old man and with my son. And uh, oh, man. that's pretty that that's pretty cool. If you're a, if you're a baseball guy, there's no better place to spend Father's Day than with your with your old man and your son at. At the College World Series.
3: See, I know you got to prepare. You got to do the scouting report, and you got Oklahoma starting tomorrow. For God's sake, at six p.m. <laughs> for a national championship. But the celebrations yeah. already started for Ole Miss fans, even though there's still work to be done. I mean, I've, I can tell. Like, I've had more friends that I haven't heard from reach out to me, like, "Hey, man, can I sleep on your floor?" And I'm like, "No, y'all <laughs> are all called me the bad luck guy." Two got two days ago. No.
4: Yeah, I would. I would assume uh, you need to get this pot up so that, like. Interstate 29 coming north from Kansas City to Omaha, so like all of the Ole Miss fans can can have something to do as they as they, they come, come this way. way. I would assume that there are a lot of uh, the state of Mississippi license plates uh, headed north uh, today.
3: Yeah, it's it's going to be a zoo. What is the scout for Oklahoma? Now that you looked at them a little bit, I, they've been hot. Yeah, they're perfect in uh, here in Omaha. So what's the scout?
2: The signs of summer are here
0: Call ClayGranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done.
4: Um, they are dynamic offensively. They have like a hundred and forty stolen bases. So Dunhurst is really key for us. It helps helps a ton neutralize neutralize the running game. Um, they have uh, like five guys on their team with double digit stolen bases. so opposite of us in that in that regard don't hit as many home runs as we do the weird part is the weather is going to cool off a little bit. And so at this ballpark with the way it faces, it kind of turns the wind around and makes it blow out, which I think is advantage us um, really, really good left-handed starting pitcher uh, tomorrow night uh, that we'll have our hands full with. Um, and then uh, two other really good starters, both right-handers that throw in the mid nineties. So they, they, it's, it's odd. Um, they also had to go on the road for a regional. They won the big 12 tournament and got, they got really hot about two weeks before we did, um, and so that's why they have like 45 wins. We have 40, but they started off slow, had some bad losses early in the year, um, hit a tough stretch in there. So there's some there's some parallels in the in the two seasons. Now, the Big 12 structures their conference season a little different than what we do, um, so they were never seven and 14 and like dead in the water or anything. Um, but but there are some similarities as far as them figuring it out a little bit later and going on a really good run and, and playing really good baseball.
3: See, that's was wild. Y'all are guaranteed the best finish in program history. No matter what happens this weekend. And y'all didn't win your 40th game until yesterday.
4: <laughs> we made, uh, like we are walking out to right field after we've won. We shake Arkansas's coaches hands and we're, we're turned around. The fans are going crazy. Obviously a lot of jubilation, all that. And I turned to coach Bianco. Cause one of our, like we have five goals every year that our players all know they're like written on the wall in our locker room i said you think these fans are cheering because we because we got to our 40th win uh and he, he kind of <laughs> he kind of rolled his eyes at me he said uh i thought we'd get to 40 i just didn't think it would take until the uh national semi-final to do it so uh nonetheless we're here you don't have to hit every goal to, to win the national title and we are we are uh a pretty good example of that
3: y'all did hit that goal though y'all are there you're at 40 wins see it's just happened we're, to be with the national title up next that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, Mike goes out, and, um, and I wanted to touch on this real quick. We need to talk about dental dilution, but real quick. Mike goes out on that Wednesday game, and it's like this viral clip, and you saw it on Twitter, you had to, where he kind of like, he kind of shoots some ass, you know? Yeah. But it was such yeah. like a, a – a, a, like, when I think back to this run, no matter what happens this weekend – that's one of the like, moments that's going to always stick out to me, remembering that. Because, like, yeah, they didn't win, but the way y'all fought back and y'all were right there, one hit is over, y'all win, y'all advance, yep. then y'all come back the next day. What did he say, and what does that just kind of say about – I mean, I think a lot of the people, get, like me, get caught up in result-oriented stuff, yep. and we forget that there is a man there that has been coaching a long time, and he, he deals with these players and knows how to deal with them individually. So, like, what was yeah. that moment like? Because that was cool really? as hell to me.
4: Yeah, that's a really good point. So uh, anybody that knows him, and I know you know him as probably as well as you can being in the profession that you're in because you've been around our program forever, but um, he is so process-oriented. He is so detail-oriented that like this morning, we're going over what our practice plan is going to be today and what we need to get better at and all of this. Um, but in that instance in particular, it was pretty obvious early on that it was going to be a low scoring deal, you know, they have their freshmen going that pitched on Saturdays their, their whole year. I don't know why they mixed it up. Cause that guy's obviously really, really good. But anyway, uh, and we had screwed up a bunch coverage um, and he was pissed. And so he went out there and, uh, but I thought the coolest part of that clip was you look at Garrett Wood, you look at Gonzo, mm-hmm. you look at Shatney. I think Those were the three guys that were in the, in at least the video that you could see and it was he was getting into those guys, and they stared him right in the face, they were shaking their head, and they knew, like, yeah, we we need to sit here and wear this. Uh, and then I don't; it's not lost on me that he did that. They reacted in that way, and then we get out of that without giving up a run
3: and almost um, come back and would fire me up, Clem. Holy
4: shit! Oh, yeah, yeah no, he's got. Uh, I mean, it's been talked about probably enough that some people that are listening to our voices want to throw up, but like it's the best coaching job of his career. And yes. um, he, he's done an unbelievable job. Like the biggest strength that he has as a coach, and there's a lot of them is his feel for group. Um, and you could argue some X's and O's. You could argue maybe even his feel for an individual player, but his feel for the team and what to say in front of a group. Uh, there is no one that I've ever been around that's better um and his pulse for the group is his greatest strength amongst a lot of strength
3: it's criminal that it's 13 minutes into this thing we're about to wrap up we haven't talked about dylan delicia i've talked to you for so long for so many years and one thing you've been very steadfast in is there's one pitcher that you could take to win a game it was dug because of the competitiveness i don't know if dylan's not giving him a run for his money here man
4: like i never in my and you know this and everyone listening knows this like I never in my wildest dreams would ever think uh, just from a sheer uh, guts, moxie standpoint, thought there would be anyone that, like, I'm not saying would be better than Doug, would even come close to rivaling him. Like, I've done this for a long time in a bunch of different places and been around a lot of good pitchers and big leaguers and everything else. I've told you this all before. No one is even – I don't even know who the second place is, but first is the Casey. And now this guy, uh, (laughs) like
0: this freaking guy, right?
4: Like, here's the thing with like, the reason we've gone on this run, him and Elliot, like they may get beat at some point, but those dudes are not scared. And so everyone kind of gives the, Oh yeah, of course they're not scared. But here's the thing with those guys, like good pitchers get out on the mound in front of 30,000 people at the college world series with your season on the line and get nervous. Right? Like
3: it's human nature.
4: Yeah, I think the guy from Auburn, uh, Joseph Gonzalez, is a really good pitcher. And, like, it took him a couple innings to settle in against us. And the, and because of that, the game was over. We scored two in the first, and then we stretch it out, and it's over. And the kid didn't pitch bad. He just couldn't get – my belief is he couldn't get his emotions under control. The thing we have going for us is call them dumb, call them naive, call them super competitive, like our. The two guys we run out there, and Gaddis did great too, but I'm talking about Elliot and Delusia. Like they may get hit around, but they are gonna go right after you. Uh ah, and and so I don't I mean, how how am I gonna sit here and say is not at least on par with Nikasey? Like he's done it on the biggest stage on four days rest. Just uh yeah, just roll it out there and hey boys, hop on my back. I got this. Just hey, just give me a run. I
3: lost the bet, Clem. I lost the bet. I've got to take BP. So are we doing that here or are we doing that when we get home?
4: Well, we got to figure it out. I I thought you were going to be here way earlier. I did, too. Uh, I, was, I did, too. But I didn't want to be the bad luck guy, and then I got to uh, trigger happy and had to come. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame you. You've turned into a fan. We'll accept it. I know you're not supposed to. I know we're supposed to say like. that. See, that's I mean, bullshit.
3: Yeah. I don't agree with that. It's like... Sports are supposed to be fun. This is like one of the greatest yeah. Ole Miss runs and stories and moments ever. And I've been around Ole Miss. Like, I would be doing Little Ben a disservice if I didn't enjoy it a little bit because Little Ben would have been yeah. crying his friggin' eyes out last night.
4: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. All right, one more one more quick story before I get to the BP. Okay. We walk into the hotel last night, and Reagan Burford, I'm talking Big Burf, Reagan Burford Sr., he grabs me and gives me a hug. And so he was a fraternity guy at Ole Miss like, – he is old miss since he was born. And I don't know how old big Burf is now, but I don't know, however old 55, whatever, whatever he is. And he grabbed me and said, I have lived old miss athletics, my entire life. And that effort on the mound is the greatest single effort in old miss athletics history. ever." And like he said that, and I kind of gave the, you know, inside like, uh, oh, yeah, you know, this is a guy that's and then I walked away from him and I turned back around. I said, Hey, Burf, I think you're right. Like, wow. Yeah, it, it may have been like for the setting that it was or the day's rest, he like unbelievable. So anyway, <laughs> back to BP. <the>, um, <laughs> yeah. <we laughs> the really important thing right here. Listen. Um, and I think the fans will understand, they're going to hold you accountable. Like I got people yes. walking up to me on the street that I've never seen in my life before. Like, ah, you're going to punch Garrett out. And I'm like, of course I am. Like it's going to yes. be easy. Right. <laughs> um, but there's, there's also this little thing. And I think the fans will understand this like, Hey guys, uh, we're 18 innings away from like.
3: Got to win a title first, up. man. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Putting up that putting up that big trophy, and so um, let's go ahead and try to do that. Uh, I'm gonna guess the groundskeeper at Charles Schwab Field wouldn't be a huge fan of me no. drawing you on the field. So. No. Um, yeah, let's wait until let's wait let's wait till after we get home. We're I gonna to wait people. till we get
3: home, and like we're gonna put Mike in, a, in like a lawn chair with a mimosa watching as I fall by ginger ass on my face over and over and over. it would be great. it would be perfect. With, with title hardware, because Ole Miss beats Oklahoma this weekend. Good luck this weekend, man. It's been fun as hell. And uh, I, I can't think – like, I've met a lot of people, gotten to know a lot of people. this business. I, I'm legitimately, like, thrilled for you, man. Like, this is so
4: great. Uh, I'm just – at this point, uh, with the players we got, I'm just trying to stay out of the way.
3: That's a good coach answer.
4: That's why he's the best. Thank you, buddy. Go win it.